Okay, so I just want to uh, give a little bit of hakdama to uh, what I want to talk about. I uh, noticed something on uh, the topic that was the most recently what we learned in, uh, in, the, in going through the davening. Um, last time we did the Lo'elam Adam Yer Shemayim Maseis Regaloi. So I was looking at my sitter, and it occurred to me that there is a uh, period that doesn't belong. Okay, in my in my uh, special sitter over here, it says right after the words Lo'elam Hey Adam, it has a dot. Right after Lo'elam Hey Adam. What does this mean? Right. Be a man. Right. Exactly. Which is which? Uh, right. Which is. Which is in a, one of the greatest things. First of all, what you have to realize is that when we're davening, it's not only fulfilling the mitzvah the rabbanon, it's not only checking off a checklist. What we're doing is we're, we're doing a preparation for the day. We're preparing what uh, we're trying to get the zone, that the proper attitudes that we need for the upcoming day. And that's part of the process of why Hashem created the idea of having a davening in the morning is to set the tone for the day. And in setting the tone, one of the key things that we need to put down is la'aylam yehi adam, period. There's a period there in my, again, it's over my seder. And, um, and that's uh, such a huge thing because throughout the day, as the day goes along and drags along and you're interacting with people and usually not people who are fulfilling this dictum, so then you still have to la'aylam yehi adam. La'aylam means always be the adam. Oh, never forget that you're an Adam. You have a Tzalem Alekim. And that's why you always have to act with the utmost properness of what's appropriate for a human being to behave. And I just want to take a second to talk about um, the conflict that I have, an internal conflict. Um, as, uh, you know, I grew up in Litvish Yeshivas, and something like this riles a Litvish of mindset. That's not the shot. What are you doing? You know, twisting the text. These Hasidic Shavadlach, it rubs everything against the literature way of thinking about things in a very wrong way. And I want to focus on this very question because I think it's worth spending time on this conflict. So I just want to share with you, I, um, um, I was talking to Rabbi Moskowitz who's moving to a new shul and he was saying how, um, how he's evolved at, over his you know, years of being Rav in Marlon Minion. He said he used to, he, he also grew up in a very literature mouth and he used to try and find like pshat, you know, true pshat in a, in a, in a Dvar Torah when he was trying to share. And he would fall like a lead balloon on people. Like, so boring, so ridiculous. Like, nothing with, that he was saying spoke to people's neshama. And he's like, I realize that what I'm saying is not working, okay? So he was humble enough to say, okay, let's go back to the drawing board and change the way I speak. And he would prepare and he would find the Hasidic Shabbat that was always against his grain. It rubbed him all the wrong way because he was clearly not the Pshad in the Pasuk. All of a sudden, the people are being inspired. There's like, Rabbi, what a beautiful speech. It's amazing. So what's the Pshad in this? It's an interesting thing. So I think there's a that there's a important as important lesson. I don't know how people in this table around the table feel about Chasidish Shvaratach. I don't know what the different backgrounds are. I mean, um, yeah, we've all evolved. What we've all evolved. What no, we've all found the experience. We all grew up with one way of looking at it, being yeah. taught. You always want. To, I'm curious. <laughs> of course I will. 
No, I don't know how you started. That's the question. That's, that's the question. Yeah. Between now. me and... Yeah. <laughs> you should know, whatever. Right? The Chabad also, I, I don't think they, they go for like Chesidish Avedlach. They, they don't go that. That's not the style at all. Uh, uh, as far as I know, there's, there's uh, you know, Kabbalah, but whatever, but the, uh, like a bar like this is not even a, but, but, I want to share with you that I think that, uh, and this is, I, many moons ago I described how there's something about um, drawing inspiration from where you can. And, um, and part of, and part of recognizing that, you know, that our version of MS, the way we see things, of what's logical, what makes sense, is only a small picture. It's a, in, in, in Kabbalistic terms, I would call it Meichen de Katnas. It's a, in the small world of pure logic is how you see it. But, you know, that's trying to put God in a box like that is not going to work. And you're going to find that there is a very bigger picture. And the fact that there's a, a hint... That, that, that can inspire somebody is not only um, a byproduct of something that's like, okay, I'll draw inspiration from wherever I can. No, no, it was intentional as well because that's limiting God by saying that there's, that there's more than one way of seeing things is not valid. Now, we know that there's Ayin Padm Latayra and we know that there's multiple ways of seeing things. And a truth HaMachacham, as uh, Gemara tells us, is somebody who could be, have, uh, you know, all these different ways to be metar the sheretz. What do you mean? But a sheretz is not tar. What kind of business? Teretz is, is that you have to be able to see things that are even not true and understand that there's something to it at all as well. Even if it's not lemaisa true, even if it's not according to logic true, but there's some level on some understanding, there's some message there, and there's some pow- powerful insight that's intended. Okay? And that's really what I think is a very important principle. Just remind me also of a story. Um, there was a, uh, I think it was a story with the Baal Shem Tov. Baal Shem Tov was, uh, there, was a, a, there was no rain for the longest time. And uh, he, he found a simple Jew who was, who was there and he was reading Krishma. And his mom is crying and he was saying, the Otsar Sashamayim Veloyim Motar. And he was repeating that. The Otsar Sashamayim Veloyim Motar. And he kept saying it again and again. And uh, he couldn't understand. Why is the words that, you know, that the heaven is closed up and there's no rain is something that you're going to be, you know, crying out to God when there's no rain. Okay, why is that? Like, it's almost like he's pumped to a carrot. So he asked him, what are you thinking when you're saying these words? So he says, well, Atzah doesn't mean to squeeze, so you should squeeze the heavens. There should be no more rain in heaven, so it should come down here. <laughs> that was what he said. And he said, you should know, that's what sort of turned the tables. You know, like a vart like that, you know, <coughs> actually, just creative thinking brings down, actually, the shefa. And that's really what the... And therefore, I think it's perfectly valid to put the dot and to, because it's so true. So much of life brings us to this idea that we come to the word, Adam, and if we don't put the, put the dot there and stop and remember that Adam, our day is totally different. And that's, I think, a very powerful message. I think uh, we forgot to mention this last time. I, 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 it didn't occur to me until afterwards I'm looking at my sitter and I Wish see the dot there. Huh? Wish I could stay more. Okay, but you got the message. Meaning, we're saying that realize that we're Tzalma Kim and all the godless that Adam is. Maybe the, also you could suggest that 
don't make yourself God. Don't start chesboining <laughs> the whole day. What, how I'm going to control it. You're an Adam. You know what I mean? Like, know your place. Know your place. No, no, both parts. Don't make chesboinus, but there's a, and, and know that there's a telephone. The positive, can. the positive and the negative. In other words, you're still man. Recognize both parts of it. It's true. It's interesting that the word Adam itself is unusual, is a, is a specific, is very specific. The word Adam has both qualities to it. It's Adam ki, because we come from the earth. Adama. And we Adama, and it's also Adama lekel. It's also, it's both components. And that's really the combination of what a human being is. It's both parts. There's the, there's the earthiness, the baseness that's part of us, and the humility that's really supposed to bring out in our humility. And then its ability, the human, the neshama, that is able to compare to even the Rabbani that even the Malachim, when Adam was created, looked at Adam and they thought that they could sing Shira to Adam because they, they, they were so impressed by this mm. creation. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's, both of those are true in one, in one simple human being. But uh, that pressure, that, or that message to be an Adam is something that we always need to take to heart. So that's just really going back to the past. And I want to um, I, I wanna continue on. Just something I want to continue on where we were up to, actually, which was... Um, lefichach. Yeah, that's where we're up to? Okay, so let's continue with the lefichach. So we just... Uh, the, the section was is that uh, we have the... the, we're, we're, what the, the statement that we're saying is we are maidala ms... And we admit to the truth, and we speak the truth in our heart. Itself, uh, itself, uh, uh, something worthy of thinking about. What does that mean? We think we are admitting and speaking the truth in our heart. It's like two different things. Maidal uh, Emes is is sometimes recognizing that you know, uh, you know, recognizing when we're wrong. You know, it's like okay, he's Maidal Emes, but. Um, not, that's not the same level as Dever Emes Okay, I'm Emes. You know, I okay. Okay, you got me. Thank you. This reminds me of a story. One time there was like, now this reform, a former rabbi who gives shiurim. Okay, and he was giving a class, and my my wife had a colleague at work who went to one of these quote unquote classes, and he was talking about some gedalia, and he says, gedalia, you should know that this is the only thing that's connected to somebody who is actually not Jewish. Made it up completely from his head. And my wife was like, not Jewish? Where does that come from? And we actually looked it up in Navi. And he's, he has his, his shashalas, Yuxdin of Gidalia, that he comes straight from whatever. His, father, his grandfather was a cipher, whatever. But it, it didn't make any sense. So she wrote a letter to this rabbi. And his line afterwards is, you got me. Okay, you know, like whatever. He didn't bother him to do any research at all. You know, like he gets up there and he just speaks whatever is whatever comes to his head, makes up stuff as he's going along, and then okay, oh you got me. Okay, my dilemmas. There's something else, another level of being diver emes That means that you know, I'm not only maida when I'm caught, but but I'm diver emes and that's the line of the Yashkim Yemer. He gets up early and he says. We're not praying to you due to our righteousness, but for your Rachmecha Rabbin. And then we go through the statement, All of our life, life, our chesed that we do, our tzidkis that we do, uh, 
all of these things are really, um, are really negligible. And the question is, what are we doing in this prayer? I don't know if it bothers anybody here. It's like, it's, it's not only humbling, but it's almost like, we're, it's like, it's like really bringing us down to the lowest of the, like we are, we're like, there's nothing that we can do in life that's of any significance at all. That's what we end off. And it's like, it's like bringing us to the bottom, bottom, bottom. And then, it's, and then we say, oh, wait a second. There happens to be one little thing. Okay. Which Ashkenaz doesn't even say. Which Ashkenaz doesn't that's, even say. That's, the that's what I was yeah. just looking at. That's it's a big here. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate that they missed that part. <laughs> it's a very, very telling thing. <laughs> missed that part. But the point being is, and, but they do say that, that part they yes. do say. So there is, a, there is a recognition that we have we have we have some 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 good qualities, but um, it's it's sort of like uh, in the army they, they do this. This is like the modus operandi of an army. When any somebody comes to the army, they they do whatever they can to break the person down from his personal ego. They really that's what they do. They 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 assessing him. There's a whole thing, the whole process they're doing. They they need the person to be broken down to really feel like a piece of dirt and then start building back up from scratch, and then build it up. And that's really the process that we really need to experience before our davening. We break down ourselves to our base elements to basically to recognize that there's very little accomplishments that we have in life. And then you can't stop there. Then you're really not going to be able to build, and you stay on the floor. So what you do is you build up, and you recognize what we do have, and you build up, and that's the idea of, that's the process. And the truth is, you should know, just like the army, and they do this in miniature, Hashem does this in life. We go through these experiences. We get humbled many times in life. We think of ourselves. Whenever we feel that we've made something, we achieve levels, we get knocked down and we say, reminded that, you know, that's a chayim, still have a ways to go. There's a lot more, a lot more growth. And we're knocked down a peg, and then we have to build ourselves back up. There's a, there is a base that we always have. We have our neshama ta'ira. We are amcha b'nei Those are very crucial elements of what we build on to build ourselves back up. And you can't stop, of course. After the sheva yipol tzadik v'kam is crucial. Don't forget the v'kam, okay? It's like, oh, just fall and they stay falling. No, no, no. It's like, you always, it's like, look how humble he is. But um, if you stay on the ground, you'll be like the ground. So that's uh, very important. Anyway, so that's uh, recognizing our role, our place in life, and recognizing that we have a mission. It's really what it is. There's a mission statement. Your firstborn, of course, this is referencing, um, it says, by Yaakov, and who's the he? doesn't say who the he is. So as, uh, as Rashi brings down, some say it was Yitzchak, but some say it was Adorab, it was You, everyone, everyone's calling his name, because that's who they looked at as the Bechor. But uh, Hashem said, I'm calling my Bechor, Yaakov, because he's my B'ni Bechor Yisrael. So that's what he's saying. B'ni Bechor Yisrael. So there's interesting, 
I never really get into these names. Yaakov has multiple names. He's being called here two names besides for his name Yaakov. Yaakov is one, first name. That was the name that Hashem gave him. He never lost that name. And then, he, when he achieved certain levels, of, he got the name Yisrael. And mentions here also the name Yeshurun. Okay? Um, it's a Yaki name. Huh? We, I don't know where Yaki took that name. Kaladas Yeshurun is like a, why that's their, uh, uh, that's the name they like to. I think because, I don't know for sure, but there's a, Yasha, right? There's something about the Yashras that uh, appeals to the Yekisha mindset that the Yashras is straight. Do you see Yaku refer to Yashur as anywhere else? D- yeah, there's in Navi. It's, he's brought in, it's in the Vim. It's not, it's not in. Also, it's not, also in Hazim. Ishman Yashur Mayivat. Right. Ishman Yashur Mayivat. Good. Right. But, um, so but that's about Kalisim. Every day brings a lot of Rafas. Wow, never did that. Yishman Yeshurun. Okay, anyway, but um, so, um, and that's again, it's re- referencing the Yashras, and Yisrael is the, is the, is the overcoming <coughs> obstacles. And that's a very, very important principle of that Yaakov's developed. Yaakov's godless is that he was undeveloped, right? He wasn't made like Esau, like I am what I am. With, you know, everything. He was a Yaakov that was, a, I'm saying he was Ish Chalak, which means that he had a lot of development to do. And Adra, but that is Gufa, his goddess of Yaakov, that he was constantly growing and building himself and as, becoming. As opposed to Abram? As opposed to Esau. As opposed to Esau. Esau was Asur. Why are we specifically picking Yaakov? Well, no, we talk about everything. We talk about Avram. B'nai Avram Ahavacha. Each of the Avais have their qualities that we're referring to. There's Avram Ahavacha, your beloved Avram, Yitzchak which they swore to. And Adas Yaakov Bincha Becherecha. And that's what we focus on because that's really us. You know, we're the B'nai Yisrael. And that's why, we, that's why it gets a little bit more. Now. Okay, so. Another, uh, another thing I heard on Yaakov. Yeah. It's the difference between the weekday and the Shabbos. It's like the one who's struggling, or like we're, we're trying to mavar the world, we're trying to work on ourselves and everything around us, holding on to the heel. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yudekev. And it's the, it's the language of struggle and, and, and uh, working. And Yisrael, Sarhal, we're just above it. It's like, it's the, it's the name of like discharging our body, is Yaakov, and recharging our body, Yisrael. And, or, or Shabbos weekday, or Mashiach, and normal, or learning Torah and struggling with the world and like it's like whether we're putting out or, re- or recharging right so which one's which one Yaakov one's, is the struggle Yaakov, Yaakov's always Yaakov the struggle right Yaakov he's the struggle and holding on for dear life Yisrael is the one who's already above he's ruling over Malachim with, with like we're the real us the, the internal right right but uh, but again the growth the, this experience of growth of recognizing that that's our role in this world to struggle and to overcome the struggle and that's part of the Avodah. Like I said, this is the, it's so important to think about what we're trying to accomplish when we're beginning of davening. Like I said before, we're setting the tone for the day. We need to realize that the day ahead of us is full of opportunities to either be Mekadashim Shemayim or Fakir. And therefore, we have to like think about that. And these are the things, recognizing that we have a role, that there's these struggles that we're going to go through. And getting that, internalizing what that, you know, getting ready for the battle of the day, right? That's uh, 
You know, that's the, that's, the, that's the most important thing to start establishing that tone in the, in the beginning of the time when we're thinking about it. If we take these se- seconds in the davening and think about what we're doing, then it's going to make a totally huge difference in our day. All right, so now that's the background to where we're up to, okay? Therefore, what's the therefore? Therefore what? Therefore because of what? What? Yeah. What do you think? So, because we have the Neshama Taira, because we have, we are Yaakov's children, which are following this, this, this goal in life, we have to thank Rabbi Shleilam. Just like right. What? Right. Exactly. We're recognizing our role. We have a job in this world. We have a mission. It's just that itself is so important. I think the 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 machlas hador is that that I'm seeing from my perspective is not happening that we have a mission that we have a, a purpose in our being or in our existence. We are in the world, and we just feel like, what's the point of it all? Like, what am I doing here? Well, what is the what? What exactly? It's like, no, no, no. The fact that we have a mission, that we have that these these struggles are not tangential to our experience, but they are part of our growth of how we develop. So that itself is something to be thankful for. We have an neshama taira that's that that that's in a body that that has nothing. Okay, that's ma'anu. That's machayenu. This combination of the of the offer ve'efer of who we are together with the neshama, together with the role of Kal Yisrael in the world picture, that's something to be thankful for. That we have a mission. That's why you have to be so thankful, just to be. We are obligated. We're obliged to thank Rabbi and praise Him, to exalt Him, to bless Him, and to be to 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 sanctify Him. To give praise and thanks to his name. Ashreinu. Fortunate it is us. Matayv Chalkeinu. How good is our portion? With this week's parsha is already Matayv Ha'elecha Yaakov. It reminds me of that. Matayv Chalkeinu. Manoim Gareleinu. That this is our lot. That we, that we should be, you know, when you remember, this is a, the, the Sparm bring down, Sparm Rakadashim. It's brought in a few places. The, the excitement that a Yid needs to feel that he was, that he's a Yid. That's like an unbelievable thing. It's like, it's the, it's the ultimate Nakuda Taiva that we can always connect to and build from and be excited about. And from there, it ripples and, and grows and becomes uh, a tremendous impetus of, of growth and of excitement. That's what we're thinking about. So these lines, you're supposed to think about, Ashreinu, Matayv Chalkeinu, Manoim Gureleinu, how beautiful is these words, are, when you think about it, how beautiful is our life. The more we see our, what we need to do in our lives, and it's not, it's, it's, there's a beauty in it. That's, there's, a, there's a significance in every act that we do. That's, there's something very beautiful about that. There's a, there's a beauty in the life that we lead, like you say, the Shabbos, all these things that we have in our experiences is something that we, that's so, so pleasant. That's, that's our chilek, our goyrol, my yafa Yerusha Seinu, and how beautiful is our Yerusha. I, I don't know, but this is my, my spara, is that the Yerusha is referring to the beauty of the Torah, that's our Yerusha, my Russia, Kilas Yaakov, 
the, the fact that we have a Torah and Ashrenu. We're so fortunate. We get up early, we stay late at night, we have purpose. So important. Recognizing that we have purpose. There's something that we have that we have a purpose in our lives. What does it mean if my nose doesn't say about technology? What does yours say? Nothing. It says we get up early and we say Shema. Oh, we get Shkimim, Marivim? Ervavoyker. Ervavoyker. Okay. It doesn't say Right. Ashkenaz also doesn't have that, right? I don't have an Ashkenaz. What? Hold on, I'm looking at Tar. Ashkenaz doesn't have I was always interested in the difference in the spice. Right, the spice, right. We didn't say Shema. Yeah, no, it's whatever. You say Shema at home because you're going to eat cake. No, I Okay, whatever. But anyway. Right, Mashkima Riven is referring to Shema, morning and, and evening. Yeah, but he's saying they have a shul, you have a, a base medrash, you have places to go. People don't realize that. Oh, I that's mean, also an interesting idea. But he also adds, Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you, like, you have no base, you have no anchor. Yeah, no, it's a, there's something that. that People, the, okay, I'm going with the Girsa of Batikanisisa Batimidrashas. I think it's such a crucial element. Obviously, people who are here have that, that having a shul that, you're, that, you're, that you like, that you come to, that you're part of, you feel connected with a group, with a common cause, that gives such a good feeling that it can actually keep you and keep you focused and keep you, and keep you alive. And that's really a keep you going, keep you growing. And that's an amazing, amazing thing. I was like, um, uh, Sandra Arastis told me that he is only from today because when he was in Tel, he was, he was in Hungary. Hungary was like, no from Yidin his age. And the promiscuity in Hungary was keferlach. And he's like, what kept him anything? He said that he, he went to Tel's in 10th grade. And he's like, and his parents you know, decided to keep kosher so that he could stay home. And he said that he made a commitment to be, go to shul. I think, I don't know exactly when his father died, his father died, whatever it was, maybe that was why he went to shul. But he said the shul was his anchor. The fact that he had a minion kept him from dropping off the road, you know. And that's really what, that's what it means, that, that having that, having that anchor, like you said, keeps you um, in a miskeret. Every day, people are seeing you, the other, the, you know, that keeps you growing. It keeps you, you know, they're looking at you. You're not going to fall off. It's very easy when you're by yourself to fall by the wayside. And that's the importance of a chevra, of having a chevra, having a chevra of like-minded people. Okay, obviously, there's bad chevras that can bring you down. But if you're in with a growing group, that can change your life for the better. And that's what I think is the pshan this. But we're miyachet shimcha b'chol yom tamid va'imrim p'mayim be'ava. It's very interesting, and we say the Shema Yisrael Hashem l'kena Hashem echad. Now, most people learn that this is the reason why we're doing this over here is because uh, the extra we want to get it, you know sneak it in just in case regular Shema runs later. <laughs> so you like you squeeze you get it under the wire just before. Yeah, but Nizam Hashem has also said that so. Mm. Yeah, so what's the pshat on that? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, for two hours. Now you should say that one after this man also. What? I usually say that one. This one also. This one. Right. Just so, so it's not for that reason. Right, right. Anyway, no. So, so I don't. I don't have a. Isn't this our crying call? Like this is our bottle. Like we've just That's built up to the point where we're. Yeah. yeah, no, but like, I'm saying, well, why are we doing it now? We're going to say the Shema with the brachas, you know, you know, 
in a couple of minutes, depending on which minion. Okay, so that's the question. Like, are you saying it again? Like, like you're saying it. You saying? I think it? it's like the. It's not the finishing of this whole paragraph. Yeah, I mean, it we is. just built up that we're really nothing. Yeah, yeah. We have the Talmudic, and we have, and because of that, we're 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 excited. Yeah, and but, we love, but the whole right, right. No, it is it is our mission statement. No question. Yeah, because pledge of allegiance. This is the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. It's the mission, like I said, the mission statement is the Pledge of Allegiance. It's we're saying who we are, right? Exactly. You know, when Yaakov is on his deathbed and we say Vishma Israel, but what we're recognizing over here is the fact that we that we that we have that this is what we do. In other words, we're going to do it when we get there with the brachas the proper way. But we're Adrab. We're accentuating the fact that we have that we're so fortunate. We're that we have a Shema Yisrael that is our declaration that we have that in other words like if you don't have a, um, uh, that call of what we are what we're all about so then so then that, that, that's a that's a big that gives us no purpose having this is our purpose recognizing Shema Yisrael is that call out to everybody to all Klal Yisrael, that we declare the oneness of the Ben Shalom in, in all of the meaning of what that means is itself, the fact that we have that is what we're thanking Hashem and we're so lucky that we have that. So interesting, there's a fascinating story. I remember years ago there was a, there was an Israeli, secular Israeli, who was like very, very into his uh, martial arts. He was like very up there and he's like, I, I got everything I need to get from from what they got in Israel, I need to go to the sources. And he went to the gurus in the, in, in the Far East or whatever. He found this one, and he found the biggest, biggest, biggest expert in uh, you know who's like on the highest, highest level of the martial arts that he was trying to get into. And he was learning from him. And the guy asked him, he's like, "What? You're Jewish? You have more than anything I can offer. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elkein, Hashem Echad is everything." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> believe it. First of all, how did that you know, <laughs> you know, whatever he was, the Chinese expert in karate know about this Shema Yisrael he couldn't figure it out. But from there, he worked his way backwards. He's like, I can't believe that I, I'm looking in the wrong direction. I didn't know what I have as my own legacy of the Shema Yisrael Hashem that that's the ultimate of the ultimate of where it's all about. And he's like, he says, yeah, there's nothing I can give you more than uh, that's what you can get from that. That's uh, fascinating that the guy had to tell him. I'm pretty sure that's a Vrukin story. Serious? She, I never... I, I, wasn't, I didn't hear. I'm pretty sure that my wife told me that she had a Jewish friend that wanted to start going to shul. And she, needed, she didn't have a car. She lived like in a farm, like redneck, shabu redneck area. And so she had a car. So a friend said, can you drive me to the local synagogue? On, I just want to go on, on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. So she drove from there, and she came inside to wait for her friend, and she heard Shema Yisrael Shema Ken Shema Chad, and just out of nowhere, she just burst into tears. Wow. And she couldn't understand why she was crying. And because of these words, and because of that emotion, that was the beginning. That's of what her started her path. That was her wow. whole path. Wow. Anyway... That's what we're thanking Hashem for, that we have a Shema Yisrael Hashem Akin Hashem Echad. Now, well, let me explain in just one, you know, and then we'll stop with this, I guess, because I didn't realize how long it takes just to get, <laughs> let's get some ideas out. Um, what are we doing with the Shema Yisrael Hashem Akin What's so special about that? You know, like, 
So we, what, there's one God, very good. What does, that, what, does that, what does that really mean to us practically in our lives? Why is that so special? Why is that so different? He's Echad with us. Well, yeah. yeah. With the world. with the world. It, it, there's a lot of deeper meaning. I just want to... Yeah, but even the simple meaning of that there's one God as opposed to multiple gods creates... It has so much behind that, if you think about it. It gives the world purpose. If there's multiple gods, so then there's competitions and there's no... It's just the world that exists. There's powers that be. There's powers in one direction, powers in another direction. There's no director... There's no manika bira, so then this is a world of chaos, or, you know, which is just, you know, opposing forces, powers that are, that pushing one way, pushing the other way, and have to try to appease this one, and try to appease this one, and I don't know which one, and you come like, you know, Terach, you know, it's like this, this side, for that, you know, whatever, or Yisrael trying to find every, every different angle just to, you know, like, to cover all your bases, whatever. And there's no purpose, there's no behind the scenes, there's no goal in the world. The, cre- the realization of a single God that is the, is the master of all create, gives the reason, gives us to, lets us come to the realization that there's a purpose in the world. Because it's not just a world that exists, it's a world that was brought to being by a, by, by a sentient entity. And that itself is itself telling us that there's a purpose and telling us that there's something that we're here for. He created it for a reason. That alone, just recognizing that there's a reason for the world's creation gets us on the right path and gets us to think about a, 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 a value to our lives that we could not have without that. And that's, I think, one of the most important things of being thankful that we recognize that. The, the godless of that, the importance of how that changes in every component of our lives, that's what we're doing with Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKinu Shem Chod.